This week on the Mustang Mach-E podcast, range gets extended, wheels are offered, and much more. Welcome back to the Mustang Mach-E podcast. I'm your host, Darren, with another episode talk about the Mustang Mach-E so this week in news, lots of news from around the EV landscape, uh, particularly when it comes to range. We got great news from the EPA where the Mustang Mach-E GT and GT Performance Edition both beat their initial estimates for range, with the GT coming in with 270 miles of official EPA range and the GT Performance Edition coming in at 260. And if you recall, Ford had estimated 250 and 235 respectively for the GT and the GT Performance Edition. So the fact that these guys came in where they were, where they did, speaks to uh, some either conservative estimates to give people a little more than they had hoped for, or uh, speaks to for being the, the leader in trying to give realistic range estimates so that folks aren't disappointed. Either way it goes, I'm happy to hear the the new estimates and to see them, and hopefully they'll also uh, be realized in real-world driving. In other news, uh, lots of interest happening from the... Ford Electric standpoint, we had announcements that they were going to be doubling down their investments in both battery technology and also uh, general powertrain research. We also heard news from Mazda that their full line was going to be either electrified or electric by 2035, and they're going to get started actually in 2025 with at least 13 models with either some type of electrification or in the case of the three vehicles that they promised to be full EVs. So we'll wait to see how that works out. Also, GM has made news and they've had a partnership with Honda and that Honda announced their full first full EV sport utility to be manufactured by GM using the Altium platform called the Honda Prologue. Sorry, I was going to say Prelude, but no, it's Prologue. Expect that vehicle to come in 2025 alongside an Acura sibling. Um, GM is going to be manufacturing the Honda in Mexico, but the Acura in uh, Spring Hill, Tennessee, alongside its other SUVs. In other news, Ford is making big waves with their online sales transition, uh, particularly with the Mustang Mach-E. They've been able to move over 10,000 units in this first five months, first five months of the, the uh, calendar year. And with that, that signals a significant shift for them because the purchasing process for the Mustang Mach-E happens completely online. Uh, when you go into place or to try to spec out an order, you first select the dealership that you want the car delivered to, and then you proceed to spec it out, place your deposit, and then you watch the transactions happen 
uh, as it's being built and, and all that in a fully digital con- uh, construct, you can go to the dealership and have them initiate the process, but Ford actually prefers that you do it yourself, which is a huge change for them. And for and it's going to represent a big change for the rest of the you know, traditional manufacturers uh, in terms of how they're dealing with direct to con- a direct-to-consumer style uh, purchasing process. As we know, Tesla has been using this type of direct-to-consumer model uh, since its inception, and they only use their own corporate-owned galleries, not necessarily you know, showrooms or, or stores per se, um, because even in those galleries, while you can work with a uh, representative, you are, are pretty much encouraged to go online and start the process and initiate your deposit and an application for financing all you know via their website. Rivian and Lucid are also going to be pursuing this type of direct-to-consumer uh, interaction and engagement, even though they will be opening up galleries much like Tesla, you know, they see that the opportunity for growth is going to be <clears throat> is going to be purely direct to consumer. And so it's only a matter of time before the traditional automakers really have to make that shift to really enabling the digital side of the process to, to take precedent. And then the, you know, physical in the so store or showroom part uh, happen as needed or as desired by the customer. Um, one thing that's interesting is that Ford does have this basically symbiotic relationship with the dealer network and that it's requiring you to select a dealer to deliver the vehicle to. It's unclear, as I, you know, I haven't bought a vehicle yet, um, it's unclear as to whether or not you are then subject to actually finishing your closing documents with the dealer. So then you're basically being subjected to, you know, the traditional dealer add-on type situation where they're adding on maintenance plans or, you know, special coverage packages or, you know, sort of cosmetic upgrades. It's unclear whether that has survived, you know, this shift to digital or not. It'll be interesting, though, to see as uh, the basic proportions of car sales move from internal combustion to battery battery electric because the maintenance needs are just significantly lower. Like you don't come in for oil changes, you know, every 3,000 miles. Um, at most, you're getting tire rotations. I mean, you're not even really getting brakes anymore. And so... You know what type of maintenance is going to occur on a vehicle on a regular basis that's going to bring you know foot traffic and and customer traffic back in the dealership is going to be really uh different over these next few years as we've seen though with tesla um, primarily because of their you know sort of production issues they still have a pretty substantial service network that they have to maintain because the cars definitely need uh, service because things happen and you know there's accidents and and things just kind of wear out so there will be maintenance performed it's just not in the same way with the same frequency that internal combustion engines have i mean there's just fewer moving parts uh plain and simple so we'll have to see how this uh changes and transpires over the next few years wonder how for example 
will Cadillac adjust their buying process when they introduce the Lyric this fall? Because already you go on the site and you start to spec it out and their site says that you will need to come back in September to you know place deposit and then figure out where you're going to have the car delivered and to be able to track your order. So yeah, it's going to be uh, an interesting transition period because part of what the pandemic has taught us is that you know, you can basically buy just about anything online and never have to leave your house. And consumers are really expecting that process to just continue. So purchases for, of everything from used cars, from the likes of Carvana and Vroom, to beds, to uh, sofas, to, you know, appliances, food, clothing, everything. Um, consumers just now are expecting you to be able to place your order, you know, do your research, place your order, take delivery, all of that uh, without going into a physical location. Uh, so the, the automotive industry basically is, is going to have to adapt or um, at the very least try to blend in some type of, uh, you know, sort of clicks to bricks strategy where you in, introduce a physical aspect to what is should be a completely digital process. So we'll, we'll see. Um, it's going to also be interesting to see how the dealer network kind of adapts to this. Is it going to be purely a thing where they're going to demand to be included in the process, like with the Ford Mustang Mach-E? Will they, you know, fight back and say that, you know, all orders have to originate from them? Um, you know, yes, it's kind of unclear. Uh, so we'll, we'll just keep watching and keep reporting on it. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. Um, again, apologies for the delay in, in recording. Since we are in the summer, we're going to be shifting to a every two week schedule and then shifting back to a weekly uh, production uh, in September. So thanks everyone for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't already and drop me a note. Uh, I'd love to hear from everybody. And we'll keep watching what's going on with the Fort Mustang Mach-E. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.